Insert Steve line here. Got it. Yeah, obviously they're going to be names we never get, but how funny would that be if we got a Ted RCD? Cloth red singlet. The Ozer papers are flying back in. Carl! Carl! <laughs> you suck, Scott. Don't even bring that up, Carl. <laughs> how dare you be ridiculous? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Scott. Hey, yo. Is that his younger brother? It's going to be Jeff. The cream rise to the top. Oh, yeah. And you're listening to all of the great action figures from our good friends at Hasbro. The fully postable. Have your own WrestleMania with all your favorite figures. Wrestling figure. Made sold separately from LJN. Podcast. And we are the Mount Rushmore of professional <laughs> wrestling. Hey, welcome to episode 389 of the Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast. Longest running episodic wrestling figure podcast going today. My name is Jeff and sitting alongside next to me is my real life brother, not storyline brother, Scott. Scott, say hello. Hello. Scott, I don't even want to ask how you're doing, man. <laughs> well, um, I went to Vegas and all I got was this stupid summer cold. It's like the Metalocalypse cartoon when he's all... <laughs> Oh, we got summer cold, so we're only going to do one song. <laughs> I hate to sound like a big man, baby, but I feel like crap. <laughs> well, I'm glad that you're back from Vegas. Yes, long drive both ways, um, but it went, eh, you know, fairly quick. Lots of dance. Uh, Peyton returned a national champion. Her small group, Jazz, placed first overall on the day of the showcase. So I can proudly call Peyton a dance national champion. Super proud of her. And... It was a lot of dance, dude. We were there for six days, Wednesday to Tuesday. Actually, I guess it would have been like seven days. Came back on Wednesday. Uh, had a lot of fun. Had a lot of good drinks and did no gambling. I left all the money to the kid, the uh, the 22-year-old, Alana. She got to do all the gambling. And so Shannon and I had fun just kind of watching her. It was her first time in Vegas legally where she could drink and gamble and do all those things that Vegas allows you to do. And she had a blast. She's already talking about going back with their girlfriends and hanging out and doing that sort of thing. So it was a lot of fun. It was good to have some family time. We did have a couple of days in there where it was just the family. Cause like I said, it was very, very dance heavy four consecutive days, but uh, didn't get to go to any toy stores. Did not get to see Jason Wolf, unfortunately, but uh good trip overall. It was a fun trip. And what place did you come in? Uh, dance wise. You mean? Yes. I didn't place dude. I tried my best. I got up there and gave up my all. And they said, sir, you don't even go here. So I had to leave the stage and uh, I didn't get any sort of medal or award or ribbon or anything. You cannot dance with the exotic dancers. You will not place on anything except in Las Vegas jail. So this is the Spearmint Rhino. You might be looking for the dance nationals that are happening on the strip. You should have said, well, I've got my Rhino. Uh. <laughs> it's not Spearmint. Oh, disgusting. But it's pointy. Uh, well, I'm glad you had a good time. Unfortunately, you got sick. Yeah, I brought back this whatever it is. I don't know. That's. Ugh, it's not COVID. I, I do know that. I tested and came up negative, but brought something back from Vegas just feeling like crap. But I'll take it. Had a good time with the family. It was worth it. Good, man. Good. If anybody would like to get any of our shirts, head on over to Pro Wrestling Tees or whatamaneuver.net. You can follow us on Twitter, YouTube, Snapchat, and the Book of Faces at Fully Posable, Instagram, Fully Posable, WFP. If you want to go back and listen to any of our past episodes, just do a Google search. You can also find us on iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. And please rate and review on iTunes, please. And you can send us any audio questions, questions, or anything else at all. Send it on over to fullyposablewfp 
at gmail.com. All right. You said you didn't pick up anything? Oh, I did today. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, today was the big day. McFarlane's been teasing it this week that he was going to have that two-pack uh, Batman and Batmobile from the 1989 movie. And my only complaint is it doesn't come with a Nicholson Joker. He hasn't done him yet. Hopefully he's coming soon. But just to have that Batman and Batmobile, I cannot wait. Yes, I've heard the gripes about, oh, it's not a two-seater like it was in the movie. I don't even care. It's got the matching canopy, which is why I passed on the Flash one. It's Batman 89, which is one of my favorite movies of all time. So I was lucky enough to get that one. He's been posting it. He. (laughs) Not he. McFarlane Toys has been posting it back up on Amazon because it is Amazon exclusive. Uh, Has been posting it back up to Amazon sporadically. So if you missed out, just keep checking. Um, There are groups. I'm in a superpowers group on Facebook. And they've been posting, hey, guys, it's back up. Go get it now. And it immediately sells out again. But if you're lucky enough to see the notification, hey, it's back up, maybe try to get one. But uh, after tax, it was 81 bucks, which the figures by themselves are near from 20 to 25. Uh, the big, large size, a 22-inch Batmobile, which is pretty big. Uh, that thing by itself is like, you know, $60, $65, I think it was. Um, maybe 55 I forget the Flash Batmobile. But 20, look, 81 bucks after tax, it's not too bad. So I'll take it. Super happy to have that one in the collection come Labor Day. How fast did it sell out? Uh, it was pretty quick. I kept checking pretty much every 15 minutes because there was no set time that I could find that it was supposed to go on sale. It was just like it's hitting Amazon on Friday. Well, hey, guys, thanks for letting us know exactly what time. It's just so frustrating. So about every 15 minutes I would check and right around 9 o'clock Pacific it went up and I had it purchased or I should say in the cart and then purchased uh, probably within about four minutes. So I had mine done by about 9.05, 9.06, and by 9.30 I was seeing the, the pitchforks and torches of people. I couldn't get one. It sold out. And like I said, it kept going back up sporadically. Uh, I don't know if it's still going to continue to do that as the days and weeks start to go by. But uh, if you were lucky enough to get one, congrats. That's going to be a badass piece. I can't wait to get it. I think it's this time of the year where people complain about not being able to get something because it's San Diego Comic-Con season and everybody is like, I didn't get the Comic-Con exclusive, whatever it may be. Well, yeah, and it especially happens as we see it with the uh, WWE Mattel figures, right? Especially when you've got a guy like Sergeant Slaughter that was the crossover appeal to the G.I. Joe collectors. They wanted him too. So that made it really, really tough on the WWE collectors to get their hands on one. And I don't know if the rumors are true. You know, that Ali figure that was posted a couple weeks back by somebody not affiliated with Mattel, let something leak. Don't know if it's true yet, but if it is, you're going to have that boxing crowd fighting with us to get that Ali figure. I'm almost positive it is, but here's my question. Oh yeah, dude, it is. Okay. Uh, Somebody actually posted the prototype on eBay. I did see that as well. But again, there's been no confirmation, no denial from Mattel. So we really don't know either way until we hear it directly from Ozer or Bill. So I'm going to wait and see what they say. And then... We'll kind of go from there. If that's the name, though, dude, we're going to be in that same exact situation we were a couple years ago with Slaughter, where you had that crossover appeal, and it's not just us wrestling figure collectors trying to get it. It's the boxing collectors as well. At least last year, we didn't have anybody jumping in on the No Holds Barred set. That was just for wrestling figure collectors. But two years ago with Slaughter, now this year, possibly, depending on what Mattel confirms or denies, uh, it could be Ali, and then you got the boxing collectors jumping in trying to get that one, too. So the quick question for you, do you think we will be battling the 
boxing collectors because he's not in a well from the prototypes we we saw on ebay and pictures that we've seen he's in a referee outfit right so do you think that the boxing collectors are gonna be like he's in a referee outfit i'm good if he was in a boxing outfit maybe but since he's in a referee outfit Uh, yeah we don't know what again it's all speculation there has been no confirmation or denial from mattel so we don't know but yes, to answer your question, I think the boxing collectors will jump in on him because it's Ali. I mean, people were jumping in, wrestling collectors were jumping in on the Andre McFarlane Princess Bride figure because it's Andre. True. Right? So there's those crossover ones. You know, people are going to buy the Roddy Piper from They Live. I mean, yes, a wrestling figure company put it out, but because it's Roddy Piper, we wanted it. Same with Rock as Scorpion King. The you know Andre the Giant as Bigfoot the list goes on people are going to buy it because it's a wrestling figure I think the boxing market is going to do the same thing they're going to want it just because it is Ali and then when they come out with Captain Insano as the Big Show all the Waterboy fans that love that movie are going to want it well absolutely I mean you're going to have Big Show fans and you're going to have Adam Sandler movie fans that are going to want that thing right it's really like I guess the ball would be in Jazzwares court to really do that off the wall figure that would be a great introduction right for them to jump in and do something like what Mattel has been doing like for example last year with the Zeus and Hogan two pack you know jump in and give it a movie crossover they've got big show under their umbrella why not do it i think that would be amazing i know i'd be in on that one so i did receive and i got him my powertown figures <clears throat> oh you got them okay so who did you get i got Kerry Von Eric Bruiser Brody and Magnum TA and Magnum okay so out of the 3 who's your favorite I really love that Kerry Von Eric. Okay. That's your favorite out of the three. There's something, uh, you know, what's funny is these figures appear. Now I'm looking at it through a packaging. It's not, yes. I'm taking it out of the package. They look in a bigger scale to me. They do. They do. They and, seem larger. And the fact that they seem larger and we're not now granted, we always say the six inch dilemma, the six inch scale, but these figures actually look larger, more than six inches. And I'm actually loving it because it's almost like I got burnt out on that sizing difference. You know, that six inch, six and a half inch scale. I just almost got burnt out on it. I was tired of seeing it. The fact that these are in a larger scale, which it appears from the packaging, I'm loving it, dude. These are some of the best figures going today. I'm saying it right yes. here. Yes. I'm saying it right now. These are some of the best figures going today. Hands so you're down. echoing what Chad said. Dude, hands down, they are absolutely gorgeous. Faces on them are perfect. I love the belts. I think the belts could be tweaked a little bit. If I had to make a complaint, the belts can be tweaked just a little bit to be a little bit better. And that's just by changing the strap on the belt. Right. I'm loving these figures. These figures are fantastic. The Magnum looks great. It's like they shrunk down Magnum TA from 1985, 1986. Yeah. Uh, Bruiser Brody looks great. I'm loving these figures. Absolutely loving them. So I'm sure you saw, and I guess this is a little bit of news we're cutting into here. They're doing the Myers and Cardona two pack. They're doing an impact belt with Myers and they're doing the NWA, the old school look NWA title with Cardona. And those belts look fantastic, dude. Yeah. They look really good. Yeah. And as I said, just a little tweak on the belts. That's all. And you know what? If that's your complaint, they're nailing the figures. The belts are going to be secondary, right? That's that's probably not why you're buying these figures is for the belts, given the price point. But they're a nice addition. 
And if the belts are going to get better, hey, that's a bonus for us collectors because you're right, dude. These figures are outstanding. Some of the best going today. I, I'm going to echo exactly what you said. We need Magnum to do more signings. Yes. I need to get that signed. Yeah, absolutely, for sure. So going to be watching that WrestleCon list next year, I'm sure. All right, Scott, we're going to do Blind Reacts again. Oh. So a lot of people actually had fun with your Jack in the Box one. Some people did say that they don't have Jack in the Boxes around them. That is so sad. Out of all the fast food places we have around us, it used to be Carl's Jr. was our... I don't count In-N-Out Burger, really, because In-N-Out to me isn't really... It is fast food, but it's not. You can taste how fresh it is. I don't lump In-N-Out Burger with fast food. Carl's Jr., however, is fast food. So around here, it used to be Carl's Jr. was number one. But then Carl's Jr. became way too expensive. I don't want to pay $20 for a value meal. Um, So it really became Jack in the Box as a go-to. And it's one of my favorite spots around here. I love Jack in the Box. Okay. So, yeah, a lot of people messaged us about... (laughs) I was telling you before the show... Last week, people listened to the show, and that was like the biggest thing they took away. We got the most messages about was about Jack in the Box. I'm like, really? The fully <laughs> like, posable wrestling figure and fast and f- food podcast. We're, you know what? This is the food podcast now. We're, that's where we're going. <laughs> <laughs> so, sorry, you wrestling figure fans. <laughs> fast food rankings coming right at you. But I thought we'd do another blind reacts. Okay, I like it. And, and for the record, you did mention that somebody mentioned I had curly fries too low. That's a taste thing for me. Okay. Just, it's literally just a taste. It's, it's a preference. I'm not crazy about their curly fries. Yeah. And I, for the record, I will also with a value meal or with a, um, a combo meal. I'm used to McDonald's back in the day. Supersize me. Uh, <laughs> with a jack-in-the-box combo meal, I'll actually sub out fries and get jalapeno poppers. Either a three or a seven piece. They're incredible there if you go to jack-in-the-box. You didn't have that one on your list, Jeff. Had you put that one on your list, it probably would have ranked number two or three with me. Got it. Okay. This week for Blind Reacts, we are doing tag teams. It's any tag teams. Okay. So you're covering every federation, promotion. It's across the board. You're giving me five teams. I'm just giving you five teams across the board, all generations. Oh, wow. Every tag team that's ever been, jump in the pool and I'm pulling out five of you and Scott's going to rank you. Yep, exactly. All right. Let's do it. All right. Number one. Demolition. Hmm. How many people are going to lose their minds if I say that they're Road Warriors ripoffs? I can hear people screaming and grabbing pitchforks and torches already. <laughs> dude, that's been the debate since 1988, dude. <laughs> it has. It has. Um, man. And don't get me wrong. I love Demolition. Long overdue for a spot in the WWE, WWF Hall of Fame. Uh... See, this is hard not knowing who else is coming down the pike because demolition in a lot of lists could be number one. Three-time tag team champions in an age where it was rare for a team to even win them twice. Um, gosh, without knowing, I'm going to put them right in the middle of the pack. At three? And that's hard, dude, because again, they're three-time tag team champions. They had a great... If Axe hadn't gotten hurt, like if his back hadn't just gone to poop and he could have continued on who knows how long demolition would have wrestled but you know axe he was getting older and they had to sub in crush for him and that it, it really watered down the team 
damn, I, I hate to do it, dude, but without knowing the other four teams that are coming in, I got to put Demolition in the middle of the pack, number three. Number three? Okay. Yeah, I hate doing it, too. All right. The second team, the Steiners. Okay. So I'm really happy I put Demolition at three, then. Uh, Steiners are going to go at it number two. And okay. they're going ahead of Demolition because they won titles in NWA slash WCW and the WWF. So that's extra points in my book. Okay. The third team, Doom. Oh, I love me some Doom. Uh, I also hate to do this, but I... Man, without knowing... That one's a hard one for me because they only... They had such a short run. It could have been longer. It should have been longer, but they had such a short run. But damn, they were good. I got... Put them at number four. Okay, number four. And I will put it on record. Their match against Wyndham and Arn at Starcade 90 is one of my favorite tag team matches of all time. It was a street fight, and I absolutely loved that match. And mm -hmm. for the record, also, it broke my heart when Doom broke up. And I was a huge Road Warriors mark, dude. But I loved, still love Doom to this day. All right. So that only leaves one and five open. Yeah, yeah. If you F me here, dude. Fourth team, Usos. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. And there's no re-ranking, right? There's no re-ranking. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, you son of a... So number two is Steiners, number three, Demolition, <laughs> number four, Doom. And where are you going to place the Usos? Because see, then what you're going to do is I'm going to put the Usos at one... And then the last thing you're going to be like, the Road Warriors. And then they're going to be five below Doom. I know how you play this game, dude. You're an SOB and you knew what you were doing from the jump. Uh, let's see. <laughs> that, I would never do such a yeah, thing. Yeah, I would I'm... never do. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have a, uh, an asterisk at the end of this <laughs> with a re-ranking of how it would have been had I seen all five teams on paper ahead of this. Were you taking steroids while you were on this? Is that why you're getting the asterisk? <laughs> yeah, that's the asterisk, yes. <laughs> Oh, man. The Usos. One of the greatest teams ever in the history of wrestling. Some could argue of all time, and I wouldn't necessarily say that they're wrong. However, however, all of the teams that you've given me so far have had their complete story told. They're, all their chapters are closed. Their books have been written. They're done. The thing with the Usos is... They're not done. I don't even think they're, they're even close to being done. And who knows how far they're going to go. I mean, one of them could win championship gold on their own. Both of them could. Who knows how many more tag team championships are in their future. Right? Their books aren't finished. So to me, that's kind of... That's kind of an unknown. Um... You know what? Go ahead and screw me over, dude. I'm going to put the Usos at one. Even with their story not being finished yet, it's hard to argue against them as being the greatest of all time. Okay. Well, you did well. Number five, Nasty Boys. Okay. Nasty Boys go to five. Okay. For sure. Yeah. And <sighs> wait, did the Nasty Boys win the AWA tag titles? They did, right? Oh, crap. Um, or no, they didn't. They were... Uh, they were in the AWA, but they, I don't think they did. No, I don't think that they did either. They did in WCW. 
Yes, but they I, did. Yeah, but I don't think that they were... Okay. Well, kind of a double-parter question. Okay, <laughs> it's like we don't have information at, you know in our hands right now. Yeah, if only there was a device we could look it up on with information and... Yeah. But, like, seriously, like, okay, did they win the AWA belts? Because after the AWA, they had a very, very short stint in WCW before they went to WWF. Hold on. I'm going to jump on this thing next to me called a laptop. What is this device? Yeah, it, It's amazing, dude. <laughs> do you actually like the your ranking, though? Uh, I really do. Yes. Okay. So Usos was number one. Steiner's number two. Demolition, number three. Doom number four, Nasty Boys number five. That's actually that's actually a good blind reacts. Good job, dude. Yeah, I'm happy with it. And uh, I'm going to the Nasty Boys wiki page right now. Uh, let's see, championships and accomplishments. They did not win the AWA tag titles because that would have put them in some pretty lofty, um, lofty territory with the Road Warriors because the Road Warriors always hung their hat on we were AWA. And WWF Tag Team Champions. And WCW. And WCW slash NWA. Yep. So they could always hang their hat on that, that Nasty Boys cannot. So yes, they were champions in WCW. I wouldn't necessarily call the Tag Team Division weak when they were there. But it was definitely strong in the WWF when they held the Tag Team titles. Can you check and see if they won before the WCW Tag Titles, before they went to... WWF because they had a short stint in WCW before going off to WWF. Uh, hold on, let me check. Which you are correct, they did. They feuded with the Steiners, unable to defeat them for the U.S. tag titles. Uh, no, they did not win the titles before going to the WWF. Okay, because there was that, I think it was Halloween Havoc match, where they beat the living bejesus out of each other. Yes. The Steiner, when I say each other, Steiners and the Nasty Boys. And apparently that was for the U.S. tag titles, not the World Tag Team Championships. This is for the secondary tag title. It's yeah. Not even for this, the, we're, we're going to beat the living bejesus out of each other. Yes, yeah, for the second tier tag titles, not even the mains. Yeah, and the, <laughs> they really wanted those colorful belts. But you know what's funny is the U.S. tag team titles back in the day, those had some prestige and some... They were like... The Intercontinental title. They were... Yes. They had a feeling to them. They did. They did. And they had a pretty stacked roster with tag teams. So it made it good that you could also decorate maybe your second best tag team or your third best tag team. You could put them into a hunt for something like that. So while you're not getting a program with the main titles, you know, you still have a pretty entertaining program for the secondary titles. And I loved it. I thought it was great. It was always awesome to me when the Midnight Express held both sets of titles. Yeah. That was like just pure domination. Like, that just really set him apart from every other team on the roster. Made him really the cream of the crop. But yes, I'm very happy with that list. It's one of those things. So I told the story when we went to WrestleMania about seeing Bubba Ray Dudley in the rainbow. And I told him very begrudgingly, because again, huge Road Warriors fan. And I told him that, you know, I've been watching wrestling since 85. Always been a huge Road Warriors fan. But begrudgingly, I will say you are the greatest tag team of all time. Not that my opinion carries any weight. Who am I? Dave Meltzer. (laughs) But... Watching wrestling as long as I have, I'm a, I feel I'm a pretty good judge of good and bad in wrestling for the most part. And for me, it's always been the Road Warriors. But you can't argue against the success of the Dudleys. So I think when all is said and done, the Usos chapters are all closed. Their book is done. Their story's told. I think it's going to be the Usos at number one, the Dudleys at number two, the Road Warriors at number three. Okay. Curious to see what other people think as well. Where does the New Day fall in? Um, 
I, I guess you're going four, right? They're they're very decadent, but they've had injuries. That's that's kind of derailed the whole New Day thing too, because they could have been neck and neck with the Usos. This last run, the Usos have really set themselves far apart. Oh, a hundred percent, yes. But the New Day's really just been decimated by injuries, much like my fantasy baseball team, just getting <laughs> torn apart by injuries between Big E's neck. You know, whatever injury Kofi has, you know, it's 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 very sad. I mean, not as sad as my fantasy baseball team, but, you know, very, very sad. I love how you tie fantasy baseball into uh, wrestling. Well done. <laughs> We're going to talk injuries, dude. <laughs> all right. All right. Real fast. We'll do another blind reacts. But this one we're going to do fast food hamburgers. Oh, OK. So is this the same as the tag teams or you're taking every fast food burger, throwing them in the pool, pulling out five Scott ranks them? Yep. Got it. Okay, number one, the Whopper. <laughs> Uh-oh. I can hear footsteps. I hear galloping. Yeah, yeah. I'm nervous. It's getting louder. <laughs> is, is he around? What is like that? A, is that like a ghost? <laughs> uh, it's got to say. <laughs> Whopper. Tried and true. Classic. Flame broiled, not fried. I know my BK commercials. Uh huh. Whopper solid. Have it your way. It's a good go. It's a go to. Have it your way. Uh man. I don't know what else you're putting on this list, dude. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Okay. So, for clarification, are you including old school menu burgers as well? Or is this just current day burgers? Uh, there is. Define old school. Like, for example, the McDLT. No. Okay, so you're not going way back and bringing burgers that have disappeared from menus. Uh, correct, correct. Okay, got it. Uh, Whopper's going number two. Mm, I don't know about this. <laughs> Whopper's great, dude. Number two is a solid ranking. All right, next up, Junior Bacon Cheeseburger from Wendy's. Um, There's better burgers at Wendy's. So you know what? I'm going to go number five on that one. Okay. God, that was my favorite one. When Fat Boy Jeff would come out. <laughs> well, that's dude, the that thing, thing is there's better burgers at Wendy's, dude. At, like compared to that one, like if you had gone Baconator or the Dave's Double, ooh, ooh, that one's you're, – you're leaning maybe I'm going to go number one on something like that. But with the Junior Bacon Cheeseburger, that's kind of basic to me. That goes to number five. Okay. Next up, Ultimate Bacon Cheeseburger. Okay. From Jack in the Box. From Jack in the Box, yes. Okay. That, to me, is one of my go-tos. I'm going number one on that. Okay. And I like that it's not dressed up. It is literally meat, cheese, meat, cheese, bacon, mustard. I'm sorry, not mustard. Ketchup and mayonnaise. That's it. Word. Yeah, it's... If you want to put a perfect burger on paper... That's pretty much it. It is everything it says it is. It's an ultimate bacon cheeseburger. That's what you get. It's perfect. All right. Next up, the Big Mac. You know, Big Mac's tried and true. Big Mac's good. McDonald's is not one of my favorites by any stretch. That's a good middle of the road burger. I'm going to go number three on that. And that's when I normally I don't pick McDonald's. But every once in a while I get a hankering for a Big Mac. There is no other burger on the menu at McDonald's that gets me going, you know what? Maybe I want to go get a Big Mac, or maybe I want to get a Quarter Pounder, which that does not happen. I'm not ever craving a Quarter Pounder. It's a Big Mac. If I'm ever craving a Big Mac, it's got to go to McDonald's. Tried and true, 
I'll put that at number three. Okay, and last one, in and out double double. Oh, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. You get that thing animal style. That's number four in your list, so you like the Big Mac better than in and out double double. I really don't. I really don't. <laughs> and that's funny because I started this whole thing off with I don't really consider in and out fast food. So I, I have a hard time putting that one in this list. To me, it's not. It is fast food. It is and it isn't, though. Like, you can taste the difference how fresh it is. I will say this, In-N-Out fries are trash. Thank you. I agree. Thank you. So what I do to kind of dress up the In-N-Out fries, because they are trash. Yeah. You can do one of two things. You can get the In-N-Out fries animal style. Okay. Yeah. Peyton gets the cheese fries. Okay. The cheese fries are good. Yeah. You can get the fries animal style. Or what I do is I have this stuff called from the flavor gods. Have you ever heard of the flavor gods? I have. So they have this chicken and waffle seasoning. Oh. So the chicken and waffle seasoning, if you put that on fr- uh, any potato, any potato, dude, you will not want a potato ever again without the chicken and waffle seasoning. Like the great Guy Fieri says, you could put that on the flip-flop. Guy Ferrari, who's that? <laughs> <laughs> He's a transformer. Uh, it, sounds, it sounds about right. No, dude, you put this chicken and waffle seasoning on a baked potato, on a potato, on... F- in and out French fries, dude, it takes them to another level. The chicken and waffle seasoning is so damn good. I mean, it sounds good, but why should I have to put that on my fries in order for me to want to eat them? That's true. That is a good point. And see, that's why I go to McDonald's for fries. So you do. Oh, that's right. You do the fat boy. Uh, the fat boy U-turn. The fat boy U-turn. That's right. That's yeah, right. You pull out of one parking lot and go right into the next one. Get your fries. <laughs> so here's, here's a pro tip for McDonald's French fries. Okay. Take the bag that you get your food in. Dump your French fries into the bag, get your salt shaker, pour a bunch of salt over the French fries, close the top of the bag, shake it, rip down the sides of the bags, fold the bag down. Now you've got a perfect fry vessel to enjoy your McDonald's French fries. (laughs) Okay. Or you could just get the chicken and waffle seasoning or that. (laughs) Dude, I'm telling you, this chicken and waffle seasoning on any potato product. Oh my God, dude. It's delicious. I recommend everybody hit up Flavor Gods and pick up that stuff. Okay. Well, if we ever did a fry ranking, for me, McDonald's would be number one. As much as I do not like McDonald's, their fries are still king to me. Are we do wait, 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 are we doing any fries or just fast food fries? Fast food fries. Okay. Because any fries, Red Robin wins. Red Robin's fries are hella good, dude. And I'm not normally like a steak fry kind of guy. Like that's not a go-to to me, the steak fries. But that with their Red Robin seasoning, hella good. You're right. Yeah. And they're bottomless. That's that's the beauty of it. Yeah, exactly. All right, all right, all right. Now I'm hungry again. I just got now I'm hungry. Just got back from dinner with uh your daughter and mom and dad. Oh. And and uh, now I'm hungry again. <laughs> yeah, Alana started her new career as a dog sitter or as pet a, sitter. Yes, as a professional pet sitter. Yeah, so she's doing that, and she's doing the custom strawberries. Kids live in large, dude. She's doing good. Exactly. All right, all right. We've got to get into the news, dude. The yeah, we news. are a wrestling figure podcast, by the way. Yeah, we've talked enough food. Hey, we did talk about Doom, so that's cool. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. And we put over the Usos pretty heavily, too. <laughs> Scott, a uh, quick question for you. Zombie Sailor showed off his surprise. He was going to have a uh, surprise person that was a quote-unquote celebrity that had nothing to do with wrestling. Mm-hmm. 
He showed it off in their Hasbro style, or in his Hasbro style uh, rendering and scale. It was Bruce Lee. Okay. What do you think about that? I think it's cool. You know, why not branch out and do something else besides wrestling figures? I think that that's cool. If that's keeping it interesting for him to continue to want to do it, then that's great. You know, we've got different things that we've done with the show over the years to kind of keep it fresh and interesting to us. So if he wants to branch out from wrestling figures, go for it. That's awesome. For me, with the price point, with Bruce Lee specifically, I would be more apt to go after Super 7's Ultimates. Uh-huh. But that's that's just me. That's my opinion. Okay. Yeah, Breaker and I were talking about that, and I am in the camp of try something new. Yeah, why not, right? How many companies, whether it be Pepsi or Coke or whatnot, have tried new sodas, and some of them flop, like Crystal Pepsi? Yep. You know, they tried something new. They tried a clear soda. Did it go over well? I mean, you know, for the most part, it kind of did well, I guess. You know, the craze was there back in 93. Right. They had Van Halen singing their song. Exactly. But then it died off. It was off the shelves, what, by 94? Something like that. Yeah, 94, 95. It was was pretty much done. But they tried something new. So I'm always in favor of people trying something new. So I'm I'm all in the camp of him getting that Bruce Lee hasbro style figure and that breaker was talking about how it'd be cool to have different style hasbros like what if you had street fighter hasbros you know to pair up with you know your regular hasbros yep yeah so i i totally agree it's great to have something kind of out of the box and for zombie to be doing this what is he coming up on like two years now i think he's He's either been talking about them or he's had them set for release. I think he's two years into this now, maybe a little over. Um, Why not change it up and do something different? You know, he's been doing the wrestling figures. Why not? And if it's going to keep it interesting and fresh to him, by all means, just, yeah, absolutely throw a random name in there that's not wrestling. That's kind of cool. Let the people decide if they want it or not, but definitely throw it out there as just, you know, a nice little alternative. And Bruce Lee is kick-ass, dude. That's awesome. All right, let's head on over to Grapplers and Gimmicks. Speaking of retro style, he showed off a rendering for Coco Beware. Coco Beware in the rendering was in his high energy outfit. Oh, nice. <laughs> That's cool. That's to go with the Owen Hart then. Exactly. And Perfect. what I like what I like is it seems like a lot of these third-party companies are looking to find up any lo- or tie up any loose ends of yeah. Hasbro. All these third-party companies have gone in and they have completed the orange card series. Yes. You know, Z- zombie has Bastion Booger. Uh, there's a couple people with Mabel, you know, stuff, stuff like that. Yeah. Mattel did diesel. Exactly. We had the American Lex. So it looks like the orange card series is about to be, or is completed. So it's like they're diving into each series to see if there's anything to tie up there. Grapplers and gimmicks is getting Coco beware that you can put with your higher energy. Owen Hart. Yeah. That's awesome. What a great move, dude. Yeah. All right, let's head on over to Sean in KWK. KWK Series 1 updates coming over the next few weeks, culminating at SDCC 2023. Can't wait. All right, and it's time for some Mattel. They showed off some figures over at Wrestling Shop Live over in the UK. They're doing a Greatest Hits 2024, R-Truth, Seth Rollins in the Shield outfit, Earthquake Typhoon, Bray Wyatt, Brutus Beefcake and the Legends look rock as Scorpion King and Roddy Piper as they live. That's awesome, dude. I cannot wait for that earthquake and typhoon because I missed out on the then now forever ones. 
So I'm happy to be getting a second chance at those. Don't say that to Johnny, dude. Johnny. Yeah, I know. He's probably sitting on his and he's all mad because their value is going to go down. Also, they showed off the WWE Legends Best of Elites, Honky Tonk Man, Ultimate Warrior. Welcome back, Bruno Sammartino in Green Trunks. That's awesome. It's been a minute since we've had a Bruno figure, right? His last one would have been in the 30s Elite. I thought it was late 20s. Late 20s? Okay, it was the blue package, though. Yes. Yeah, it's been a while since we've had one. A while. A while. And Davies Boy Smith, he'll be in his Union Jack trunks and have the short hair. There were a lot of questions on the Wrestling Figs message boards that we need to go over. First one comes in from LTD73. He said, what happened with Sola Sokoa? I thought our feedback was taken and he was getting a more accurate torso, but he looks like he did when we first saw his proto with the torso too small. Steve said this one couldn't be impacted, unfortunately, but any future figs will absolutely have a different torso. Okay. I'll live with it. It's fine. Yeah, exactly. It's not like this isn't going to be the last Sola Sokoa ever. So <laughs> it's his only one. <laughs> so if you don't like the torso, wait till the next one, you know? Yeah. Considering his placement on the card, I think we can all rest easy that there will be plenty of Sokoas coming our way. Next question comes in from Wrestleaholic. He said, hi, Steve. Is the greatest hits The Rock as Scorpion King a direct re-release of the Hollywood elites The Rock? Or are there any minor differences? Thanks in advance. Ozer said, I believe the figure is exactly the same. Nice. Straight re-release. That's what I'm hoping for uh, Typhoon and Earthquake. Next question comes in from MK Savage. He said, Helly Afa. Helly. H-E-L-L-Y Afa. Hmm. I'm not sure what that means. Is that hello? I th- hello Afa? <gasps> oh. Wait. What? Why did, I, why did he put it? I don't know. Oh, action figure attack. That's Steve's uh, handle on Twitter and Instagram. Action. Okay. Got it. See, the mark in me goes Afa from the Wild Samoans. Afa Sika, dude. I was thinking that same thing. Yeah. I'm like, what the f- does that mean? But he still put Heli. Autocorrect, yeah. autocorrect has become my worst enema. <laughs> he said, Heli, Afa. It's great that Bruno is getting re-released again. Is that a brand new head sculpt slash scan? Also, the photo appears that he is in green tights, but the original was blue. Which color will be released? I'm really hoping for green. Afa said, Bruno has the existing head sculpt. His trunks were updated to green. Nice. Because that's a good head sculpt on that Bruno. Don't, yeah. don't change it if it's not broken. You know what I mean? Exactly. Next question comes in from Trockhound34. Will Elite Series 104 be the last series with the current packaging design? AKA, will Series 105 have new packaging? Steve said, new Elite packaging starts with Series 105. Nice. Okay, so are you a fan of them changing the packaging or no? You know, we've talked about this. It kind of changes up where your pin placement is on the wall. Your push pin. But aside from that, nah, I'm fine with it. Okay, because that was something we talked about was the Jax Classics and Deluxe Classics were all the same size box. Yeah, and Jax Classics did that for, what, almost 30 series. Exactly. So it made everything feel uniformed on your walls when you put up the Jax Classics because it was the same packaging, 
every time. Even the two packs, they never changed the two packs. From Series 1 with the Heart Foundation rockers and LOD, they never changed it. Now, this is interesting, Jeff. Yes. You are a proponent of different sizes in terms of scale for wrestling figures or action figures in general. Yes. However, you prefer your packaging to be uniform. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Where are you going with this? Tell me more. No, I'm just curious as to what, why that is. Like, why are the packages different from the figures in terms of scaling? Like, they change a package and you're like, you know, angry. Pitchforks and torches. Okay, I'm not like that. I don't mind it because I like seeing what the packaging team over at Mattel can do. But at the same time, when you put something up on the wall and it's all uniformed, it's makes things a lot easier. But when they have cutouts on the sides or indentations or the packaging for one series is bigger and you get that autographed and you put that up on the wall, it kind of throws things off a little bit. Okay. Okay. But there's also the excitement of, okay, I can't wait to see what they, the packaging team over at Mattel does because the packaging team over at Mattel does a phenomenal job. Oh, they really do. Yeah. Those guys kick ass. Those guys are awesome over there. So I'm always curious to see what they do. Like, for example, the Legends, when those come out, that's going to have a callback to Series 1 of the regular Elites with the CM Punk, the Edge. Yes. So I'm excited to see that because that's it's, it's a great look. It's an updated packaging. But at the same time, I do wish, and my walls wish, that things were more uniformed. Yeah, worst case is sometimes you have to juggle some stuff around on the wall, maybe move a few yeah. things. But, you know, whatever. You're touching your figures again. You're getting a new appreciation for them. That's not such a bad thing. Yep. Next question comes in from at WWE Retro Stars. Hey, I know, I know Retro Stars. He's on Twitter, too. He said, putting this in the form of a question so it doesn't violate thread rules. Steve, how do you continue to bring yourself to revisit this thread with so many posters slash questions that lack any feel or tact. I would have stopped several hundred pages ago. Now, if you go under the Wrestling Figs message boards, he's up to like page 495. Wow. Yeah. I, wait, no, 895. I apologize. Holy crap. Well, I mean, over 12, 13 years, whatever. Yeah, that dude's putting in some time. You're a good man for sticking with us, Retro Star said. Steve said, I use the block feature quite a bit. Smiley face. <laughs> good man. <laughs> Next question comes in from Greer7769. He said, with it being confirmed that packaging will change for 105, will the new boxes still have windows or are they unfortunately going windowless? And also, is it a big change in looks and size or is it just minimal? Steve said, they have windows. You'll have to wait for the reveal for more details. Okay. I can't wait to see what they come up with because that whole thing, whether it was going to be windowless or still have windows dude that could have been a game changer for a lot of moc collectors it was so bad that hasbro had to bring it back they did yeah they did next question comes in from loose cannon he said hey steve how are we looking as far as seeing superstar series four and five in stores i now see walmart list series six is being available summer 2023 don't even pre-order because it's worthless I just hope they don't completely skip Series 4 and 5. As far as I can tell, Series 4 and 5 has only been made available at one particular online shop, but doesn't seem like any stores have received them. Wondering if maybe the best plan to acquire these is just purchase from the third-party seller. Steve said they are ready for Walmart as soon as they need them. 
Hmm. I sense a little frustration on your side, Jeff. That does not give me any clear hope or anything, dude. I'm, I'm so frustrated because I've been hitting up these Walmarts and there's no, I shouldn't say there's no superstars. There's the Papa Shango series. There's the Cactus Jack series, but I, I'm ready for the new series. I want the Macho Man. I want the Earthquake. I want the Typhoon. I want the Rock. I want all these superstars. I'm loving this series, but the fact that Walmart is dragging their feet on getting these in and on shelves, it's frustrating. And on top of that, Steve's answer of they are ready for Walmart as soon as they need them does not bode well in my confidence in Walmart. No, no, definitely not. This almost sounds eerily similar to what we ran into with the retros. Exactly. So if they skip over four and five, does that mean that's going to be like the retros where we never saw, what was it, series four, five, and six on the shelves or anything like that? Yeah, but suddenly like five below is getting them. Like, yeah, we don't need a rehash of that. Like, I thought we had learned our lesson that Walmart just tends to screw the pooch when it comes to these sort of things. They really do. Yeah. Give it to Target. They're a lot more reliable. Next question comes in from Tanay D3X. We've had a few questions from him on here. I apologize if this has already been addressed. With Ultimate Edition releases being a thing, what are the chances of recent SDCC exclusives, and he put in parentheses, Sergeant Slaughter, Zeus, etc., being part of that? Steve said, zero, period. If talent that were SDCC exclusives get new figs, they'll be featured in different gear or as a different execution slash form factor. Well, there you go. So for the people that are upset that their elites or whatever are being rehashed and re-released, I guess stick to SDCC figures because they will never redo that. Yep. That's the move. I love that. Zero, period. <laughs> it will not happen. By the way, I got my uh, Logan Paul and Cody Rhodes Mattel Creations figures. Nice. I don't regret the Cody. Well... No, I think I do regret the Cody. I was really going to try to tell myself I didn't regret either of them. I don't regret the Logan Paul, for sure. But the Cody, I'm kind of regretting a little bit. Not even seeing how much the Logan Paul is going for right now on secondary market? No, I don't care. I'm not a reseller, so that doesn't affect me at all. I go more for the looks of the figure. And that Cody's awesome. I love the packaging, so I am having a lot of FOMO on the Cody but literally zero period on the Logan Paul. Great looking figure, but he's just not somebody I'm going to collect. As much respect as I have for the dude, he can go. Um, I'd be more apt to buy a Bad Bunny figure, actually. If he's available to us. Just kidding. Just kidding. Yes, yes. Fingers crossed, man. That actually might be an SDCC thing. I hope so. Maybe next year. I would love that if Bad Bunny... But man, you talk about a crossover figure. Oh, God. Yeah, you thought Slaughter was was bad. Or if you think Ali, if that's the name, is going to be bad. Imagine Bad Bunny. There's no way they could do an exclusive with him, dude. Yeah. There's no way. It's going to be hard enough if they do like an Elite or an Ultimate of him. There are going to be so many of his fans clamoring for that figure. It would have to be one like they did with Logan Paul and Cody with this one, where basically they're just made to order. Yep. That's exactly how they're going to have to do Bad Bunny. I see a lot of people having FOMO regarding the Logan Paul and the Cody right now. And it's funny, too, because that pre-order was up for 30 days. Yeah, it was. It was. And I talked myself out of the Cody. And looking back, I probably shouldn't have. Not regretting it as much as I do the wrestling buddies back in the day. 
But it's just one of those like, damn, I should have gotten that one. But ze- literally zero regret on the Logan Paul for me personally. Well, a lot of people are having the FOMO regarding Logan Paul. And my theory is a lot of wrestling fans are seeing Logan Paul at WrestleMania, at Royal Rumble, at um, Money in the Bank. And they're thinking, oh, man, he can go. I'm actually a fan of his. Yeah, he'll get plenty more figures, dude. Exactly. He'll get plenty more figures. Maybe not as good as that one because that one is really, really good. But much like Solo Sokoa, you know, people complaining about the torso, there's going to be plenty of Logan Pauls in our future, too. Next question comes in from Bafio. Bafio said, hey, Steve, business question. Which is the criteria about a legend goes to the greatest hits and best of legends line? For example, why Harley Race and Typhoon are in the greatest hits and not in best of legends? Mattel in 2024 will try to separate re-release between modern talents and legends. Steve said, good question. The legends greatest hits wave just didn't exist yet when Harley... Typhoon, etc., were slotted into mainline elite greatest hits. I would have loved to see those figures in Legends packaging. You have just seen the 2024 elite greatest hits wave already, so no lineup strategy changes yet, but we'll definitely be able to consider what the best fit is for figures now that we have another line option. I'll be perfectly honest, I don't care. <laughs> as long <laughs> as I get another chance at those figures, thank you, Steve. Next question comes in from... Ooh, what is that? Eat us, H-S-A-2? Eat us. Eat us, H-S-A-2, or eat Usha 2. E-A-T-U-S-H-S-A-2. Eat us. All right. Next question comes in from eat us. Eat us. Not Cletus. Fetus? No. Cletus? Oh. Hey, Steve. (laughs) Hope all is good. Before asking any questions, I'd like to say... It would be cool to have you in the future events in the UK alongside Bill. Bill was nice enough to answer several questions and gave me good insight behind the effort that goes into production of the figures. Below are a few questions. I spoke to Bill about the possibility of having a more ripped torso for future Elite Edge figures. He said, now that I mentioned it, he might have a torso that's perfect for Edge. I'd love to know which torso that is. Question number two. I got the new Elite Gunther. I love the figure. I wanted to know if the torso, arms, and legs were specifically sculpted for Gunther because it looks exactly like him. Really good figure, actually. It is. Question number three. Can something be done about the distribution in the Middle East? Our figures are too outdated and almost triple the retail price of the U.S. Well, now I feel bad about complaining about the Superstars figures. Yeah, right? (laughs) Edis said, thank you for taking time to read this. Steve said, edge torso. Glad to hear he's open to it now. And when he says he's talking about Bill, glad to hear he's open to it now. He wasn't the last time I brought it up, so maybe he thought about it a bit more deeply and found a torso he likes. Regarding Gunther, the torso was developed specifically for him. And regarding the question and distribution in the Middle East, not much I can do other than occasionally guide that local team, but we'll keep those discussions going. Next question and last question actually comes in from Axel Smackdown. Will the Best of Legends series have the new Legends packaging? Steve said, current packaging this year. New packaging for the eventual 2024 wave. Yeah, and like you mentioned earlier, Jeff, that new packaging for those is so awesome. It calls back to the early Elite series with that Legends coloring on the package. It looks fantastic. So I'm actually excited about the Best of Legends packaging because now they can go back and revisit a lot of the guys from the earlier, earlier waves. For example... 
Bulldog will be in the best of legends. Yeah. Um, now, granted, Bruno San Martino, he was part of the elites, but he was he wasn't part of the first wave of elite legends. So I started thinking, I was like, OK, who else can they rehash and bring back from the earlier legends? Now, knowing Axe and Smash is off the table, Axe and Smashes won't be on there. Right. So is Kerry Von Eric also off the table. Off the table, Kerry Von Eric. LOD will be off the table. Doesn't mean they can't do Kevin Von Eric. True. Very, very true. That would be a good one to bring back. If they have the rights to Von Eric's, because the Von Eric's may be Power Town bound. Uh, well, are they still in MLW, Kevin's kids? I thought they were free agents. Okay, right. So they may not be um, boss fight, right? True. So they could just be free agents, but you you got a name like Kevin Von Eric. He's had one figure made. Yep. That's gross. <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? Like that just should not be. I would like to see Kevin Von Eric get made again. I'm happy to have that one in my collection, up on the wall, in the package, signed by Kevin Von Eric, but I would love to see him get re released. Just to put him in the hands of the collectors that would truly appreciate it. I would love to see them redo Akeem. Yes. For sure. For sure do Akeem. But you know what? If you can do Akeem, I would way rather have a one-man gang made. It's, t- it's time for another one-man gang. It really is. It really is. Mattel hasn't been able to do him yet. Um, I would also like to see Bundy brought back in. Now, I know Akeem is to zombie, but he's making a... I think it's making a retro of one-man the, gang. Yeah, the retro. I want to get a Mattel scale one. Uh, this six and a half inch, six inch scale. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Uh, Bundy would be another one because I actually missed out on Bundy. So I'd like to get another chance at him. You could definitely do Dusty Rhodes. Yeah, it's been a minute since we had a Dusty. The last one, I think, was that elite in the black and the red. Um, oh, no, no. We got the uh, the build a figure, the WrestleMania and the polka dots. Oh, that's right. That's right. So, no, they've actually because his elite legends was in the polka dots. And then they came out with that hall of fame series. That was basically a re-release of the elite legends. Yeah. Cause they had Trish, they had dusty, they had stone cold in that series, Sergeant slaughter. Right. Right. But it's been a minute since we had a good look NWA dusty, like the one that came with the ring and the elite that came with the shirt and the hat. The true. So yeah, we could definitely use another one of those. Um, it's too bad that they can't do carry again. And mainly because Power Town, once they're gone, they're gone. So you can't go third-party seller for... I mean, you can go third-party seller for carry, but you can't go direct through Power Town. Whereas if it was from Mattel, you could pre-order you know, from whoever, and then you have a chance of getting them in the store after the fact. So it just kind of sucks that Mattel can't do carry as well as Power Town. And we've already gotten quite a few Ricky the Dragon steamboats, so I don't know if it would make sense to do a... a a best of Ricky the dragon. Now, uh, granted he was in his red gi and we haven't had that red gi in a while. True. That is true. But maybe they could do his defining moments figure in an elite, fi- uh, an elite form, like an elite legends. Although, although, although I'm thinking maybe ultimate edition Coliseum collection, Ricky steamboat, maybe on the horizon before that. Ooh. Ooh. And is it Ricky in the black tights? It is. Well, if they were to do it and were to keep it true to Ultimate Edition and LJN, yeah, it'd be Ricky in the black tights. Man, that would be some fun, though, wouldn't it, if they did it like the prototype with the black and the red? Yeah. Because that's on the table. You could do that. But who do you put with Ricky? Um, 
You could do Tito Santana. You could. It's been a while since we had a Tito figure. Uh, you could JYD. Ooh, JYD would be a good one. When was our last JYD? Was that the Elite Legends where he came with the crown? Yes, and he was either in blue or red. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have been the last JYD. So yeah, it has been a minute. But give us JYD in that LJN look. That would be cool. Mm -hmm. But dude, you know what? What? Captain Lou. With Ricky? Yeah. You know what? I would almost be tempted to do a manager series and have like Bobby Heenan and Captain Lou. Okay. That makes, okay. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. I would say Jake, but we just got Jake with rude. I'm trying to think of Ricky's biggest feuds. No, 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 no. Jake has already come with rude. So he's off the table. Yeah. He's done already, but I'm trying to think of Ricky's biggest feuds. You would have Savage. You could do honky tonk man. You could do honky tonk man. But Savage, we've had so many, right? Like, what, how would they do Savage Savage differently from a Savage we haven't already gotten? So you put him with his WrestleMania through? Well, no, because then that would go back to the defining moment. Not define, yeah, defining moment where he had his WrestleMania three robe on. So it'd almost be that look in Ultimate Edition. Yeah, but again, we've had so many Savages. You kind of. You're limited, right? Because And you also want him to look as true to LJN as possible. Correct. So you've got those like pinkish trunks, sunglasses yep. on, no accessory, but obviously they would dress him up with an accessory like they did with Rude. But yeah, do you do the Defining Moments robe with Savage and maybe put an IC title in with him? Makes sense. I mean, that would be, in my opinion, the greatest match of all time, kind of immortalized in action figure form. To the best of my knowledge, we've never had a Savage and Ricky two-pack that would be the perfect opportunity to do it. Because you can't do George Steele. He's already coming with Piper because Ricky and, and uh, Steele would make a lot of sense. Correct. All right, let's book this. Ricky and, uh, and Savage, that's our next two-pack from the Coliseum collection. It'd be cool if, it, if George Steele would have came with Elizabeth. <clears throat> oh, that would have been so good. That would have been hilarious. Um, okay, so now you've got me thinking, what if they decide to do Savage and Liz in a two-pack? Then you have Ricky and Honky. Yeah, I guess that's the move. Because you're kind of doing foes, right? Mm -hmm. It seems like in the Coliseum collection, you're putting these guys head to head. Yep. So it's not going to be like necessarily like a tag team partner. So Ricky would have feuded with, oh, you could do Morocco. Uh, You could. That was, eh. I think you would probably get your best bet if you're going, you would probably want like Ricky with, Honky, since the IC title change, you would want Ricky with Savage. Nah, not Morocco. Not Morocco? Because you got to yeah. think from Steve's standpoint, too. He wants an A-plus name in there to push it. Correct. It, I don't know if Ricky's an A-plus enough name to push the two-pack, but Macho Man certainly is. Yep. And you know us wrestling figure marks. You give us a Macho Man in Ultimate Edition form. We don't care if we already have 56 other Macho Man figures. We're also buying that one because now you're immortalizing WrestleMania three which in my opinion, again, that's the best match of all time. You give me that in action figure form, I'm definitely putting my money down on that. Okay, so the next two are going to be Ricky and, and um, Savage. Uh-huh. And then we're going to do Heenan and Captain Lou. I love it. I do too. Let's do it, Steve. Make it happen. <laughs> all right, Scott. That was the last question from the Wrestling Figs message boards. We're going to round out the show this week with Elite Series 90 in the Nostalgia segment. What do you say? I say we're probably not getting a Ted R. C. D. in the Coliseum collection. 
nor an Outback Jack or an SD Jones. Oh, I would take an SD Jones, dude. I wouldn't mind an SD Jones. I don't think a lot of people would mind an SD Jones. <laughs> Here we go. Here comes the papers. Ka! They sound like a crow. Yeah, like the, the crow delivery system? Yes. It's like a Harry Potter's owl. Oh, I got it, but it's crows. Got it. Oh, look at that. It's from Steve Ozer. Oh, what? That's weird. How was that acting? Uh, I used the block button. Oh, no, that, that was the wrong. <laughs> oh, if they're available to us. There it is. There it is. Uh, yes. Insert Steve line here. Got it. Yeah, obviously they're going to be names we never get, but how funny would that be if we got a Ted RCD? Cloth red singlet. The Ozer papers are flying back in. Call! Call! <laughs> you suck, Scott! Don't ever bring that up! Call! <laughs> how dare you be ridiculous? Ooh, what about Adrian Adonis, though? Okay, now you're talking, dude. You Mickey might be... and Adrian. Yes. Adrian signed to zombie dude there's so many third-party companies that i forget who is placed where but it's different scale that is true you know these uh wrestlers are not you know they're carnies dude they're like oh you're willing to give me i don't know five thousand dollars to make a figure of me all right here give me five thousand dollars <laughs> right but at some point like we've spoken with chris about this like the exclusivity of having that name under your umbrella it's going to expire at some point I think that's honestly, dude, I think that's kind of out the door right now because without knowing the contracts and how this all works, because this is getting way too convoluted. We got grappler and gimmicks, Tony Norris, AKA Ahmed Johnson. Right. We also got zombie coming out with Ahmed Johnson. Yeah. So, I mean, to me, this is just getting way too convoluted of contracts. Who has what can you make them in this scale? I, I don't know, dude. Well, I will say I would love to have an LJN-style Adrian Adonis Mattel figure in a Coliseum collection. I don't know that with Ricky Steamboat makes the most sense, but I would love to see Adrian get another figure. Because what we got one. We got LJN, that was it. And then obviously he's going to have a retro-style figure coming out. But in terms of like mass-produced, it was just LJN, right? Right. He never got a Jack's Classic. Not even in his old school look when he was a tag team with Jesse Ventura. Are you sure he didn't get a Jack's Classic? I'm almost positive he didn't get a Jack's Classic. Uh, you know what? I think you're right. He did not get a Jack's Classic. You're Would right. you like me to go to this uh, this thing called Google that I've heard so many uh, good things about? Well, I, I decided that I'm going to learn this uh, this thing called Google. Oh, yeah, yeah. On that thing called your laptop that sits right next to you. Or my cell phone, one of the two. Or that, too, yeah. Um, Adrian Adonis. Wow, those are horrible customs. Okay, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, oh my God. What? Okay, I wish I didn't see that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like looking up blueberry waffles. Oh my goodness. Oh, well, no, don't do, don't do that. Never. But, but totally look up blueberry waffles. Well, I would look at that over those Adrian customs. Yeah. All right, we're going to go into the nostalgia segment. Goodbye, Steve Ozer papers. Caw, caw. Tell Scott to suck it. <laughs> Ten RCD was never good. <laughs> I hope you feel better, though. Come on. <laughs> Steve Ozer papers talk to us now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they have a mind of their own. Another character. Let's get into the nostalgia segment. We're going back in time. 
we jump into WWE Elite Series 90, we want everybody to head on over to WrestlingFigureDatabase.com. While you're over there, go to the magnifying glass. Look for WWE Elite Series 90. It'll bring up the the series and follow along as Scott reads off this list. Again, that's all over at WrestlingFigureDatabase.com. All right, Scott, what you got for Elite 90? I noticed that we're catching up to the series nowadays. Yeah, we're going to have to kind of switch gears here pretty soon, but we've got a few shows. So, Mattel, WWE Elite Series 90, consisted of Bronson Reed. He was in his Bam Bam Bigelow-inspired gear, and he came with a matching soft goods entrance jacket. Jay Uso, he was in his white gear. He came with a soft goods I'm a get em shirt and a lay accessory. Mustafa Ali was in black and white gear, and he was packaged with a mask and soft goods shirt accessory. Randy Orton was in his WrestleMania 37 gear, which was white trunks and black boots. Came with a pair of goggles and a chair accessory. Next up, Reckoning. What was the name of that short-lived, that group? Mace and T-Bar? Um, oh, oh my god. Yeah, see? That memorable. That's who Reckoning was a part of. <laughs> Let that one marinate. We'll come back to it. Reckoning was in her black and silver gear. And came packaged with a mask and soft goods jacket accessory. Big Boss Man, he was your variant in this series. Regular version of Big Boss Man was his traditional Big Boss Man look from the WWF. Big Boss Man hat, handcuffs, and a nightstick. Variant was in his WCW look, which was all black gear. Came with the same accessories, except change out the hat for a WCW hat. Also, Jeff, nightstick is N-I-G-H-T. Not K-N-I-G-H-T. Yeah, K-N-I-G-H-T would be like a knight, like the knights who say knee. Oh, I'm sorry. I was busy at work and my my grammar was off a bit. Just it like, happens. Uh, just like some people on the Wrestling Figs message boards. It happened. You know, public schools and whatnot. Thank you. And uh, last, certainly not least, apparently from that price tag, Chief J Strongbow. He was your retail exclusive to Target. He was in green gear, came with a headdress and axe slash tomahawk accessory, but he never came out. Or he did in super limited numbers. See Jeff Hardy Elite Series 1. Exactly. And? And that rounds out Mattel WWE Elite Series 90. I've got to say the Bronson Reed is fantastic with the Bam Bam Bigelow inspired gear. Now he wore that gear in an NXT takeover. I can't remember which one. But it was such an, I I don't want to use the word iconic gear, but it was such an awesome throwback to Bam Bam Bigelow gear. For sure. That I loved that they put it into the series of Elite 90. So Yeah, yeah, I was glad they were able to immortalize that in, in action figure form. But my favorite figure is the regular Big Boss Man. It's funny, we've had regular Big Boss Man figures before. But... I don't know, dude. There's something about big boss man figures that always gets me. Even the Jack's classic that was not even the best still gets me all the time. Yeah, it's really, really good. I'm going to agree with you. That's my favorite one as well. Yeah, there's a lot of nostalgia involved in that one because, yeah, big boss man. But it's that iconic blue shirt with the black strap across the front, black pants, his flat top. They got his face scanned perfectly. It's, yes, a lot of nostalgia, but I love big boss man in this series. And he's one of those names we've mentioned, too. There are very, very few bad Big Boss Man figures, if any. 
Uh, there is one. What's that one? The very first Hasbro. I wouldn't even necessarily say that one is bad. 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 I don't know, dude. Alert. Yeah, it's a little head bad. on a big body. Alert. <laughs> Alert. Sucks. Really? Horrible. Oh, dude, I hated the Series 1 Big Boss Man. That's why when it came out with Series 2, it was like, oh, this is a... Or not Series 2, but the second Big Boss Man. Yeah. It was a huge sigh of relief. Yeah, and we've mentioned that before, too, is Hasbro, they always seem to recognize when they were like, hmm, maybe that one wasn't great. Let's get a redo with that one. They never got to do it with Flair, unfortunately, but Big Boss Man, they absolutely got to redo. Brutus Beefcake as well. And yeah, the second Boss Man was way better than the first one. But in this particular series, Mattel, Elite Series 90, I'm with you, Jeff. That big boss man, my favorite figure of the series. I do like how they did the WCW look. That was kind of a nice uh, callback. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. yeah, good call on the variant in this one. But that Chief Str- the Chief J Strongbow, man, like when I first saw he was coming out, I was like, wow, that's that's a super deep dive for Mattel. Like, let's see how this one works out. Is he going to be a peg warmer? Is is he going to fly off the shelves? Which way is this figure going to go? Well, they just basically just didn't release him. <laughs> There's well, like, they nope. Had, they had to pull him back. Okay, do you know why? If I know, if I heard correctly, it's basically due to, uh, I, I don't want to say cancel culture, but um, not being politically correct, I guess. Oh, okay. I guess that was kind of the thing I heard. I don't know if that's 100% true. Somebody may be able to correct me, but that's what I heard. Okay. Got it. Like they didn't want that, that figure out representing Indian culture. I guess so. Okay. Somebody might know better than I do. So, okay. Got it. Well, he was supposed to hit as the retail exclusive and just never really did. All I know is Seth Phelps sold his and he has Insta regret. Oh, really? Yep. Oh, gotcha. Okay, so Seth actually found him on the pegs then. The what? Uh, okay. And what's this warmer peg? <laughs> Comes with a heater? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, KBW. They do not make a peg warmer. By the way, Whopper number two. Suck it, Scott. I know. Well, I knew you were going to be unhappy with that one. We can Whopper hear Stu is always... charging in. Oh, by the way, I heard what your friend Big Dave said, and he said, I'm getting annoying getting getting oh so yeah he did say that so what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna whisper into the microphone and go eat it dave i'm here forever you suck it trebek i am here forever (laughs) big dave who's he who's he has an aircraft carrier sitting in a, a shed should be played prominently 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 yeah eat it you should hang it from your rearview mirror yeah, why not? Yeah. Hang it, hang it off your horse. <laughs> Fourth leg. <laughs> Anyways, I'm off to Dairy Queen. Oh, you're changing it up tonight, KBW. Yeah, going to get a blizzard. Oh, good for you. Yeah, I like how they tip the cup upside down. I always enjoyed that, too. I tip it upside down and just w- ride stew home. So and never, you... turn, never turn it back over. Oh, so you ride the entire length of the way home with the blizzard turned upside down. It's amazing. Never falls out. Ever, ever. Ever, ever. Wow. That's impressive. That's a pretty good Dairy Queen you go to then. Love Dairy Queen. They must really, really like you to find that magic substance that gets the ice cream to stick to the cup for the entire length of the way home. No, they don't like me there. Oh, they don't? No, not many people do like me. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, like the people at Mattel. Three hours, huh? 
Three hours. Yeah. Yeah. I was on the floor because my coworkers beat me up, <laughs> punched me in the stomach and then the face. <laughs> and then they farted in my face, gave me pink eye, and they called it beef stew. <laughs> yeah. Bullying sucks, man. Sorry you had to endure that. Well, I was bullying them, and then they got frustrated and just... Oh, I see. For two and a half hours, and then the last 30 was them beating me up. Got it. So you were bullying them. Were you reading your note to them? Or your letter to Steve? Kind of, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. It, was, it wasn't It was bullying. It was just reading, and then they took offense to it and beat me up and beef stew. Got it. And then you were catching fists to the abdomen and the face? Yep. Got it. You know it too well. Sorry for you, KBW. That really sucks, but I'm, I'm glad you're getting a blizzard. Getting a blizzard, heading on over there. All right. Goodbye, everybody. It was quick this week. Eat a dick, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Look at KBW working blue wow. tonight. He is pissed at Big Dave. Wow. Wow. That's not like him. He normally doesn't drop language like that, but he's angry. <laughs> He got keyboard warrior by Big Dave, and then <laughs> no, I can't believe you said something to KBW. Or did he look over your shoulder when you got that text? I was like, told him, I was like, hey, dude, people don't like you anymore. <laughs> and he goes, what? Who said that? And I was like, read this, and I showed him Big Dave's text. And oh, yeah, yeah. he got super Anyways. angry and offended. Yeah, he, at least he Dave didn't key- punch him in the stomach and the face. He got he got bullied, and he got keyboard warrior by Big Dave's text, and he yeah. took offense. He doesn't understand what, what it does. Got it. Got yeah, it. even Ricochet shouted him out on an, on Monday Night Raw. He did. You're right. Yeah, Steve Hoker pointed that out. Yeah. So I don't know if you guys heard Ricochet's promo, but he said all the keyboard warriors, and keyboard warrior perked right up. He was like, I'm, I'm famous? Yeah, he was like, was Ricochet's like, talking to me? Yeah, exactly. So, yep. yeah, all the keyboard warriors. He made it on WWE TV, finally. That's my army. He's got an army. <laughs> army. He's like army. a kiss army patch for a jacket. Dude, that's brilliant. The KBW army. Oh, we got to have Jason Wolf make that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Send Dave a shirt. Yeah. And, and the back of it would be just KBW on us on Stu the Stallion. <laughs> that's his but army. But the backside of Stu holding a blizzard cup upside down. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Jesus. Come on. Oh. Uh, what? <laughs> KBW what, this, Army. KBW Army, dude. <laughs> oh, boy. It'll be like that album cover where all four of them are, like, lunging. Lunging? You not lunging. Destroyer? Is it Destroyer where all four of them are on the front and it's cartoon artwork? Or not cartoon, but artwork? And yes. Yeah, but they're not lunging. They're, like, just dancing, I guess. But it, it would be or KBW. Frolicking? It would be KBW, Stu, Johnny, and Stu the Stallion. <laughs> so one of them would be a horse. Walter Brimley. Oh, sorry. Wilford Brimley. Kindly. (laughs) Kindly. Oh, wow. Oh, this is brilliant. (laughs) Well, brilliant's a word. (laughs) I don't know if it's accurate for this one, but it's a word. Oh, all right. Enough about that guy. He's off to Blizzard. Blizzard. Yeah, yeah. He's He's off to Blizzard. He's off to get a Blizzard. Right. I wonder what flavor he gets. Cookie dough. Ah, That's a good choice. Yeah, it is. All right, let's get into some eBay prices. Bronson Reed with the Bam Bam Bigelow inspired gear. Last sold eBay listing was June 29th for $19.99 on a buy it now. Jay Uso with the soft goods. I'm going to get him shirt with the lay. Last sold eBay listing was 4th of July. Seller wanted $42, but accepted $35. Yeah, those Uso figures, man, they're pretty popular. 
Mustafa Ali mass shirt last sold the eBay listing was December 6th, going back to 2022 for $18.95 on a buy it now. WrestleMania 37 gear inspired Randy Orton with the goggles and the chair last sold eBay listing was June 17th for $20 on one bid. Reckoning with the mass soft goods jacket last sold eBay listing was May 13th for $18.69. Big Boss Man had the variant in this one. Irregular was the traditional Big Boss Man look. Had the nightstick. K-N-I-G-H-T, Scott. Yes, thank you. Variant was WCW look, all black gear, black WCW hat. The regular sold on July 2nd for $12.50 on 12 bids, which is extremely low. That's super low. That's like basic price. The variant... Last sold was also July 2nd for $32.76. Wow. Okay. On a, on a buy it now. Man. Now the Chief J Strongbow came with an axe, the headdress. Last sold eBay listing was June 19th. This, now this was mint on card. Seller wanted $2,400. Oh, but, man. But accepted two thousand dollars, and where I was able to see that was one three zero point dot com. Wow, two grand for that figure. Two grand. It was mint on card. Holy crap, dude! That's insane. Yeah, it was a couple dollars. That's a few shillings. That's wow. Holy crap. Yep. That's probably the uh, largest eBay price we've had on the show. I think so. Yeah. Even when yeah. it came to like LJNs and stuff, we were doing everybody has a price. That's that's easily the highest. Yep, exactly. Everybody has a price. We haven't played that in a while. You're right. We should play it soon. Soon. But for now, that must round out the show. If you guys are in the hunt for LJNs, Gloobs, Hasbros, Just Toys, Bendems, Defining Moments, or Retros, head on over to WrestlingToyTracker.com. Over there, they pull the three-month averages of those series of figures, and then they give you the average price on the website. So head on over to WrestlingToyTracker.com. All right, let's head on over to our podcast and buddies, Breaker and Bane, of course, doing Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. They're doing a shorter format for 30 minutes over there, but it's still a lot of fun. So check out Breaker and Bane's Power Hour. Also check out Rumble Wheel. And check out the TB Toycast with Breaker and myself this past week we talked about jack's classic series one. Ooh, nice yeah exactly ultimate warrior entering the wrestling figure family once again yep and breaker actually brought up a good point he said that what made that series fun was we got brett and warrior so it was basically those two figures that just kind of sold everything for us for sure yeah for sure for me it was the ultimate warrior like having him in wrestling figure form again and how good that figure was, especially for 2003. Yeah. Yeah, that was fantastic. Just seeing the warrior on on shelves again. Uh, not, yeah, on shelves again was great. I'm back. I'm back. Great. <laughs> did Scott say the P word? No, no, I didn't. I almost did, but I did not. Oh, all right. Well, I'm going to enjoy my blizzard in the front row with Stu. Roommates do. What are you guys watching? We're watching um, A-Team right now. The A-Team? Yes. Nice. Okay. Taking Uh it old school. I like that. You guys with your old school programming. I dig it. Yeah, we watch a lot of A-Team right now. We're we're going through the seasons of that. 
Oh, good. Okay, that's a lot of fun. Yes. I think next up is going to be either Magnum P.I. or Knight Rider. Oh, yeah. Knight Rider is really good. Yes. I like the Hoff. Who doesn't? Yes. Germans and I was, love them. And, and so do hamburger joints because he eats hamburgers on the floor. On the floor, yeah. Yeah. Laying on his side, yeah. Yeah. This is a mess. Remember when he said that? Oh, this is a mess. <laughs> he does love him some burgers, KBW, he, he almost does. as much as you. Yes. Yes. That's why I love the Hoff. Yeah, I wish Hoff was laying on his side singing the Whopper song. That would have been great. Yes, this is a mess, Whopper, Whopper. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, get out of here. We're rounding out the show. Also, check out the Positively Pro Wrestling podcast with Steven Eric. And also check out the Stolen Gimmicks podcast. They had Handsome Zach on this past week, and they were talking about Money in the Bank. Did you watch Money in the Bank, Scott? No, I did not. Uh, so Comcast used to give me Peacock for free. I'm sorry, Peacock for free i no longer get it for free so yeah wwe basically hides behind a paywall on pacock so i'm debating if i want to pay them the money to get pacock back you do WWE. want to you do want to yeah pay them. i do and i think it's only like five bucks a month yeah like a special discounted rate for comcast members or some something crazy like that i was i was angry I'm like how dare uh-huh. you take it away from me yeah you need that dude especially with the Usos versus Roman and Solo match at the end of the show. Yeah, I've heard a lot of good things about it. Oh, it was amazing. It was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll plunk down the money this weekend because i got to do some research for Drunk Wrestling History, so I'll begrudgingly pay them $5 paying for the network again. <laughs> I don't like it. Sound like Mr. Horse from Ren and Stimpy. No, sir, I don't like it. No, sir, I don't like it. <laughs> but check out the Stolen Gimmicks podcast. Also, check out the Chick Foley show with Seth, Sheena, and Marco. Also, check out Justin over at Wrestling Cheers. We got RJ over at Ringside Rant. Marty and Rucker are doing Boots of the Face. Tim's pulling up a chair with the Fig Life. Soda and Ethan are doing In the Marbles pod, talking about all things NASCAR. And Scott, what you got for Drunk Wrestling History? So I didn't think we were going to have a show last week, but Eddie found one in the archives that we hadn't released yet. Give us a follow on Twitter at wrestling underscore drunk, where the show that dropped last Friday was Shannon and Carissa discussing a particular match that it was a watch long that Trish and somebody else was involved in. I believe it was the gravy boat match. Yes. Was it Trish and Mickey James? I forget who Trish's opponent was, but they did a watch along of that and entertaining listeners always love when the wives are on the show doing anything. So it was basically a wives show. Eddie and I and Adam had nothing. Well, Adam was involved, but Eddie and I had nothing to do with it. So if it sucked, blame the wives. If you loved it, we told them to do it. So uh, there it is. Drunk wrestling history. We're not always accurate, but we're always drunk. So when's your next show? We're recording. We're actually going to be doing this Monday a live stream on Twitch. So stay tuned to our Twitter uh, for our Twitter machine for information on that. We're going to be doing a live show on the last Nitro. Okay. And we're recording a smaller episode that night, and we're doing two more as well next week. So we'll have content for the next few weeks coming up. But uh, stay definitely stay tuned to our Twitter machine for information on that live Twitch show. Okay. Got it. Also, check out Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling. Scott, roll call. Yep. Going to throw it out to Jason Wolf. Unfortunately, did not get to meet with him in Vegas. Pissed me off, but, you know, sometimes the stars don't align. But if you need artwork or amazing custom Hasbro figures, Jason Wolf is your dude. That's Wolf, 
W-U-L-F. Follow his social media accounts, The Art of Jason Wolf. Great dude, does amazing work. Give him a follow. Check out his stuff. Buy something from him. Support him. Great dude. Again, that's Jason Wolf. Jeff, that rounds out roll call. And Scott, what you eating for dinner tonight? Uh, tonight. You know, I haven't had much of an appetite, to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, but after all that talk about McDonald's and Burger King and Jack in the Box, I'm thinking Jack in the Box is in the cards. Ooh, ultimate cheeseburger or sourdough Jack? Uh, bacon ultimate cheeseburger, dude. Bacon ultimate cheeseburger. All right. I'm going to combo that thing up. And instead of fries, do some poppers, some jalapeno poppers, get a large Coke. Mm-hmm. What about onion rings? I like when they do the onion rings too. So onion rings, they'll put into their app special. Because of course, you know, being the fat boy that I am, I've got all the fast food apps on my phone. Jack in the Box will run a deal for $2 onion rings. Okay. And when they run that deal, I'm involved. Okay. Because you can't beat $2 onion rings at Jack in the Box. Their onion rings are next level, dude. They're oh, so dude, they're- good. I mean, for a fast food joint, Jack in the Box onion rings are hella good. They're on point, dude. They're on point. Yes, they are. You get some buttermilk to dip. Oh, so good. Yep. All right. Well, let's get you off to Jack in the Box, Scott, for episode 389. Anything else? Stay safe and, unlike me, stay healthy. Fig life since 2016 and happy toy hunting. I want to thank everybody for tuning in to episode 389. Hashtag Fig Life. Adios. Let's go! Jeff and Scott, the Tomb Brothers, busting out the ring. But we don't take it out the box, MOC. Happy toy hunting, we'll see you next week. With the OGs of WFP. Fully poseable, thank you all for listening. It ain't no storyline, real life siblings. So everybody go and do your toy spotting. Hashtag Fig Life, adios from the Kings.